Welcome to Dragon Talk, from Mount Palzu to the 28th Martial Arts Tournament. I'm Steven Carrillo. I'm Kyle Stoken. And I'm Renee Stolachier. And uh, today, we're talking about Dragon Ball. Last time we saw the World Martial Arts Tournament, which might be some of the best comic I've ever read for anything. Possibly? I guess so. You guess so? <laughs> you didn't enjoy it? I enjoyed it, it's just, I don't know if it was the best tournament of whatever. Well, it is pretty great. It's... It's what kind of what started lots of things. I don't know. Kyle? Uh, visually, it was fun, and it had a lot of funny moments and a lot of action-packed moments. Well, anyways, uh, we are now... We're going to start up where we left off, right? As Jackie Chun, a.k.a. Master Roshi, was declared the winner. So, yeah, now, yeah. He, he won a, a prize, the prize money, which is 500,000 zenny. Which, if it's anything like yen, that kind of makes it like 50 grand. Which is still, that's a lot of money. Well, most tournaments, you know, like, uh, you know, video games, martial arts and stuff, that's pretty good money. And if it's tax-free, wow. You can buy all, all kinds of Wacom's. Yeah, Wacom tablets. Well, anyways, after the tournament, uh, Jackie Chen is seen leaving the arena, and Goku and Krillin come to congratulate him on, on his win. And you can see Goku's still filled with energy after this whole thing, and Jackie Chen looks like he's about to fall asleep. He's just hungry, I guess. Oh yeah, Goku's hungry. And uh, Master Roshi leaves him, he says, thanks, thanks for the congrats. And he goes in the back and he removes his wig. Which, it's on there pretty tight. Probably super glued it. His sweet, his sweet mafia suit. Then we see the, the rest of the Dragon Ball crew, and they're, they're sitting around waiting for Master Roshi. Where could he be? Where has he been this entire time? He is taking forever. Hmm, we wonder. He, uh, he shows up, uh, his excuse is that he's been in the bathroom. And uh, he tells Krillin and Goku that they, they fought accidentally, and he's very, very proud of him. Of them. Yep. Which is nice. They get, they get the confirmation that they wanted from yeah. him the entire time. Masaroshi immediately reminds him. Uh, they, were, they were surprised that they lost. That there are other people so much stronger than, than him. Than them. And Roshi immediately goes, Exactly. That's what you wanted, or uh, that's what he wanted. Yeah, that's the lesson he wanted. Always going to be someone better. Always someone better. There's always someone more powerful, and you need to train harder to beat them. Because that's the only way. Because martial arts isn't easy. Definitely not. It's just from from here on out, the real training starts. And uh, as a reward to the two young students, he decides to treat them all to dinner. Including uh, Yamcha and his crew. And as typical Goku, he pretty much cleans house. Yeah, we get to see his amazing eating skills. Uh, if if there was an all-you-can-eat buffet, Goku would have been already banned. Yeah, Yamcha says he ate enough for 30 people. <laughs> I like how Master Roshi says, What is he, a monster? At the end of the night, uh, Roshi, he pays the bill, only to find out that it's 470,000 zenny. Which is about It's about all of, his, all of his winnings. <laughs> He's probably regretting not killing Goku in the tournament. <laughs> yeah. He's like going, ah, damn it. Ah, well. Yamcha decides Yamcha decides to give him a ride to the airport, where then uh, he asks him what they plan to do after the tournament. And Roshi says to the kids, I've already taught you guys everything I can. From now on, it's up to you guys to train yourselves. He's basically, they've mastered his teachings, which is just strength training. It really was. But I think all he wanted them to know was that lesson he gave them. That there's always someone stronger than them. Yeah. If you want to build their bodies and Exactly. Yeah. Goku says that he's. Yeah. Goku says that. Uh, well, then he's gonna go look for his grandpa's Dragon Ball because actually it's been about a year since the first wish, 
they made at, at Pilaf's castle. It's it's been a while. We've we've traveled a lot a lot of time. I'm, I'm tired from all this. You're tired? Uh, okay. Anyway, and, uh, yeah. So yeah, Goku goes off. And it's funny because uh, he says he's gonna go find the, his grandpa's Dragon Ball. And Kurin's like, well, what's that? Because <laughs> he doesn't know what a Dragon Ball is. Like, oh, it's just something my my grandpa left me. And uh, they ask, my Roshi asks Krillin, what are you gonna do? He's like, if it's okay with you, I'd like to train at your place. He's like, damn it. <laughs> I really wanted to be alone with Launch. They're they're off to the airport when when uh, Goku asks if his stuff is in the suitcase, and Roshi's like, yeah, okay, well then that's all I really need. I don't need to get back on a plane. I can just fly off with my. My flying Nimbus. Nimbus. My Kintun. Okay, so Goku gets on his Nimbus and he gets flies Nimbus. away. Krillin oh. asks to if he could come with. He's like, don't you remember, Krillin? You can't ride the Nimbus. Like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. So he says their goodbye, goodbyes, and oh, he leaves. Yeah, didn't he also ask Bulma for the dragon radar? She gave that to him after the first wish, so he's had it this entire time. Oh, my bad. Yeah. So they said goodbye, and this is, I guess... We won't see these characters for at least another arc, so they, they're they're nicely drawn together in a cool in one panel. Don't we get a little chat from our other? We get a little chat that either Boma, Boma or Yamcha lost their airplane capsule, and so now they have to drive back to wherever they were going. Okay, so now we are back to Goku. Right, so it's the next morning, which I have to say, all this stuff is colored. These next few pages, which I don't know where the colored manga comes from. Do you know where it comes from? Because it's not in the volumes. And you don't get it in the Shonen Jump. It could just be the print, you know, printed graphic novel re-release, remastered re-release See, stuff. But where do you find these, these colored pages? I have no idea where they come from. Well, I heard that, you know, I have seen, like, remastered color versions that they put, like, simple color washes and stuff. Where? I mean, um, Attack on Titan has them, and a few Dragon Ball Z ones came out with them. So maybe, you know, when they re reprinted them, they did put a little bit of color when they went... Well, the thing is, no, because they were always colored because I have the black and white Viz mangas. And you can tell it's color colored because it's all grayscale, but it's just, in you know, it's grayscale. Yeah. But you can tell there's been coloring done, and I don't know where they come from. I, just, I want to know how to get a hold of these colored pages. Anyways, this artwork, it's it's. Leave very... a comment if you want oh, Steven man. to know where he can find one. Even, in, especially in black and white, you can really tell it looks like morning. I think yeah. Toriyama nailed what morning looks like. It's That's a weird thing to say. I think it's more of a, like, the position of the sun. Like, how he draws like, the shadows in it. Oh yeah, but he does it such he does such a good job. I am I'm impressed. Yeah. And it's so simple. It's it's actually pretty good. You know, they I also feel like from this chapter on, his art like steps up a level. Like it just looks really really good. Like it's deceptively simple where it looks like it's it's cartoony and flat, but as soon as you really look at it, everything has his weight and form and shape. I think it's a result of just repetition drawing these over and Sure. Just getting better each time. Uh, I just, think he has I hit his artist stride. Yeah. I feel it's noticeable now. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, it's the morning. Goku's flying around on his Kinton. Kinton. He's trying to find the dragon. And it's close to him on the radar. And we find a tiny little hut. Or something. A house. It's a capsule house. And we see there's some military types looking for dragon balls. And we're introduced. I actually didn't get the... No. Oh, well, okay. Maybe because I already know who yeah, they we were. we have some mysterious, yeah, yeah, shady no, characters. We're introduced to Colonel Silver, who I feel... I don't know if you guys know who this character is, but I feel like he's a prototype for General Blue. You guys know General Blue? Well, you've never read this stuff, so you don't know General Blue, no, Renee. Kyle, do you know General it's Blue? It's been a while, so... Okay. 
Well, I'll, I'll mention General Blue when when we get to him eventually. Yeah, as we go along, but yeah, we. But have. I feel like he's a prototype for General Blue because he seems very similar to that guy to me personally. But knowing Kira, um, Mr. Toriyama's um, style, he'll introduce a character, and as quickly as he introduces them, they they serve their purpose and then never mentioned again. But we're introduced to a new kind of faction looking for the Dragon Balls, and it's not Emperor Pilong. <coughs> yes, there's a there's a new. I thought they were connected. Yeah, Renee thought Pilaf and the Red Ribbon Army were yeah. one and the same. That's why I was waiting for the <laughs> But anyways, we, we find out that this group is looking for the Dragon Balls, and one of them is a dog man. A dog man. A great dog man, by the way. And it's one of those animals and people living together. I kind of love those. It's great. It's random. It's just out of nowhere. And they're just people. They're just, there's no racism or anything. No. They're just people. Goku shows up in the middle of their search, and he just runs over to the side. And he immediately finds Dragon Ball when they've been looking for weeks. And they're like, what, kid? And their first reaction is trying to rob him. Big yeah, mistake. Well, first, hold on. First, he, he finds the Dragon Ball and he realizes it's the six star. Six star not the one he wants, which is the four star. Oh, well. Like, what? That's it? Oh. So they immediately try to steal it from him. Goku knocks them. Doesn't like how they're. Attitude. No, he knocks him clear out. Well, he, he kicks one to the side. The, uh, the, the, the dog man shoots at him. Look at this. Look at this dodge. That, that, that is a sweet dodge. He dodges three bullets. It's good. It just, the art. It's good, yeah. Toriyama just got real good at speed. You really did. His action poses sure have gotten a lot better from, you know, his first, you know, first chapter. Toriyama. Say Toriyama. Tori. Tori. Ama. Toriyama. Oh my god. You're doing this on purpose. Why is he doing this to me? So Goku jumps at the, the wolf man, punches him real hard, kicks him away. That's when, uh, I guess, the Commander Red he gets a call with the, from the, the guy saying, Colonel Silver. Come on, there you go. The the guy calls Colonel Silver. He's like, this kid. He just he took the dragon ball, kicked her ass. And his first thought, and I gotta say, ambitious. When he spots Goku, he grabs a rocket launcher. And he tries to shoot the kid out of the sky. Which is my first reaction. And we have our first death of our heroes. The flying Nimbus has been destroyed. I am upset because. I feel like the Nimbus would have been mine eventually. I'm, oh God, I'm telling you, you would never ride that. I would have inherited you it. You would not ride the Nimbus. You could fall right through. I just, I'm upset. Just like Kyle and Mori. Just fall right through. Oh, Wait, what, what about, what about you? What about me? Okay. Uh, I'll be in the sky already. I'll be in the sky already. So Goku's upset as well. First because he got shot at, second because Nimbus was destroyed. So it's been a real lousy day. He asked a pretty good question. Why would you do that? Who <laughs> shoots a rocket at somebody? You know. Even when Goku gets confused with everything, this is still a good question. So, Colonel Silver, he asks him straight up, why are you looking for the Dragon Balls, kid? And Goku's reaction? Nah. <laughs> why would I tell you? <laughs> kid, <laughs> don't underestimate Colonel Silver. And he takes he off takes his jacket. He yeah. has no shirt on, by the way. That's really weird. No, it's a no shirt and a bandana around his neck over with like a leather jacket. Oh, I'm sorry, he's stripping in front of the kid. My bad, my bad. 
He's, he's ready. I didn't notice the, the scarf thing. He takes off his shirt to fight Goku. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, when you pick a fight with someone, you want to make sure your shirt's not going to be in the way. You want to make sure they know how strong you are. Why are you searching for Dragon Balls? What do you want with them? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. You're a jerk. Colonel Silver shows off his speed. Colonel Silver immediately shows off his speed and runs right by Goku, swiping the Dragon Ball from his hands. Wow. This guy means business. He's got skills. He's got a business plan there. Goku immediately does the same thing. Take it right out of his hands with his super speed. But, you know, as every as every minor character or villain, they underestimate Goku. Like, man, you're, you're not an ordinary kid, are you? He's like, I'll take you out in five seconds. Goku immediately kicks him in the gut, and the guy falls over. I love the face he makes when he gets hit. After all the serious faces he made mm -hmm. before. Yeah. This goofy cartoon. Yeah, face. yeah, the, co the cocky face, and then the over exaggerated boom! And Goku knocks him out with his tail. As anyone should. Tail slap! Tail whips are very powerful in Dragon Ball. Really Have are. you noticed that? Yeah. Do they equivalent to a bitch slap? Yes. Goku's, he's kind of over losing Nimbus. <laughs> Oh man, what am I gonna do now? It's too far to walk. He's like, oh, that's right, capsules. Capsules have vehicles. I should get capsules. <laughs> so yeah, he goes into the Red Ribbon's, uh, you know, capsule house. We don't know it's the Red Ri Ribbon quite yet. We just know it's people looking for Dragon yeah, Balls. But you know, we do see the Red Ribbon logo. I'm just saying it's the bad guy's house, so Goku is not stealing it's, any random. It's not something Goku knows. It's not something we know. He doesn't know or anything. So he goes inside. He finds a box of capsules. He just gets a random one and he just throws it. <laughs> and it's a robot. Charles a, is his name. A really cool looking robot. Toriyama has the best robot designs. It's cool and simple, I think. Yes. I don't know how he does. I don't know how he pulls that off. Okay, yeah, and so the the robot identifies himself as a robot to Goku, and Goku's like going, What's a robot? He has no idea. So he's like he's the robot's like, Well, what do you need? And Goku's like, I wanna go that way. <laughs> just go to that. Why not? <laughs> go. <laughs> Then just go. He's like, yeah, but it's kind of far. I need a ride. Oh, then throw capsule 12 or whatever. Or three. Go throws it into plane. Like, oh, so I'm a plane. I can't fly that. I can pilot. Yeah. It turns out, robot's a pilot. I guess I guess that's why he's in the set. Why not instant pilot or Robo Butler? Well, that's why he came. I think that's why he came with the set. I kind of. Yeah, pilot. I kind of. Which I love. He seems kind of sarcastic. And so Goku's pretty happy about it. Like, thanks for helping me out, helping me out. But uh, it kind of—it's not as fast as a Nimbus. <laughs> He's a little disappointed. And the robot goes, "What's a Nimbus?" Well, now we are introduced to Red, the Red Ribbon Army, and we meet Commander Red. And no, he has no relations to the former Communist Party of Russia. He's, he's, is that a good joke? <laughs> well, Commander Red, you know, Red Ribbon Army. Yeah, yeah. I get it. We were just playing part of Commander Red is a very tiny man. He smokes cigars and he has an eye patch over his right eye. A, a lion guy? <laughs> some other... I think he's a bear. He's a bear? He's a bear. <laughs> okay, some bear man walks in in a military uniform. I think he's a polar bear. I don't think he's a polar bear. He's a bear. Let's move on. Uh, we got Commander Red uh, with a Napoleon complex. We got a tall black dude and we got a bear in a military outfit. Well, we don't know he has a complex yet. Okay, yeah. You're jumping ahead, Kyle. You always jump ahead. 
The bear guy comes in, who's not a polar bear, and he, he informs Commander Red that uh, there's a problem with searching for the Dragon Balls. And if you find out that... Uh, that their Dragon Radar is not exactly foolproof. That it's actually, you, you know, compared to Bulma's, it's pretty pretty downgraded. They could get to the general area. It's a lesser quality. So there's, there's some issue with the Dragon Ball, and it's actually moving or something. So Commander Red's like, get, get Colonel Silver on the phone. He's like, what the hell's going on, Silver? And he tells him about the kid. There's a, there's a scene where, where Goku and the robot are flying away. Hey, Goku asks the robot, does it feel like it's getting cold to you? He's like, I'm a robot, so no. He's a sassy robot. So Silver gives Red the bad news, and he's like, what? A one kid? One single boy? You fool! It's the death penalty for you. Death to you. Probably why we never see Silver again. To find out the dragon was moving toward General White. I guess another member of the Red Raven Army. So, Red tells his second-hand man there to, to inform General White about the kid coming that way. Also, not to stand so close to him because it makes him look short. <laughs> now we know he has a complex. Right. We're back, we're back with Goku and the robot. He doesn't have a name. Is he just robot? Let's just say robot. And Goku's freezing. Mostly because they're in the Arctic and he's up in the sky. He has no other clothes. That tiny little gear. And plus, you know, the plane doesn't have a cover or anything. The no, but they're just in open air. It's so cold. Why is it so cold? Of course it's cold. We're in the north. Like, the robot... Sass and Goku to no end. The, the robot freezes in the cold. And they crash. I like, the, I like that drawing of Goku in the snow. Yeah. Looks like he's, got, he's pretty beat up from the crash. So White, General White hears about... The, uh, the crash. General White is a very, he's a large man, a scarf, and a sweater as well. He's nothing really, he's got he a big old, he's chops. got like mutton chops and a big Jay Leno chin. Anyway, so, so he tells his soldiers to, to check out the crash and see what happens. And we see that Goku has been dragged away by a little girl. Turns out General White has purple hair. What? What's up with that? Colonel Silver had red hair. I guess that's the obvious joke that, you know, you their names don't match whatever their outfit or their anything like that. But I, I feel like that's a, a lost opportunity. But is this a colored from Toriyama? Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah. So now the, the order the Red Raven Army the order's out. We see a dog man to find the order's out to find this kid and the Dragon Ball. Yes. And you see Goku being still dragged by the little girl. Yes. And he's frozen pretty much in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the little girl knocks on the door. Like, open up, Mom, it's me. It's Ma, I found this unconscious kid. <laughs> I like that. It's just go, Ma, I found this unconscious kid. Can we keep him? So I guess they, they, play, they, they sit up Goku by the fireplace, and he, he finally wakes up after a while. So Goku asks, where is he? So she's like, oh, you're in Jingle Village. You were frozen solid. Or she offers him some sort of hot drink. And uh, it's like, you're lucky we found you, otherwise you would have died, kid. And they ask him, like, what were you doing out there? It's like, oh, I was looking for the Dragon Balls. And they freak out. And like, then what? they mention, are you part of the Red Ribbon Army? And this is the first time that Goku asks, uh, who, who or what is the Red Ribbon Army? And he's like, oh, that's what the other guy said, referring to Colonel Silver. Mm-hmm. It looks like the the two guards looking Soldiers, for Goku... Yeah. They, they found the trail, the dragging trail from Goku's frozen body. And I guess off screen, Goku's been explained to who the Red Ribbon Army are. He's like, oh, they're looking for the Dragon Balls too? Oh, man. What do they plan to do with them? 
And like, we don't know. They're just, they're in our village and they're ruining our lives. We just really need to do something evil with them. And he's like, this is a... And Goku shows him what a Dragon Ball is. Like, that's it? <laughs> and then he explains that you gather all seven, you get one wish. It's been a while since the crowd, uh, the audience has been told what the Dragon Balls do. So maybe if you're a new raider, like maybe you got on with I the mean, tournament this... saga, you might not know what the Dragon Balls I mean, are. Remember, this was a weekly series, so yeah. So it's a good re re rehash. He said there's another... Goku mentions another one around here. It's like, oh, so that's why, that's why they're here in our village. In Jingo Village. And they kidnapped all the men. Right, they've, they've kidnapped all the men to work for them. They're, they're bad. That's yeah. super illegal. <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I don't know what the council said the village is. I guess not. They just don't have rules and laws. You do whatever you want. I, was, I, I don't know that that's true. Yeah. You kind of wonder <laughs> who the, these defense... You know, we're not giving other, any guidance of military or anything. <clears throat> I mean, we have, like... You know, cities and villages, but we don't actually have an active, like, boundaries for countries or anything like that. So Goku asks a very simple question. Why don't you just beat them up? <laughs> what? <laughs> They're super strong. What, what do you want me to do? They're over in that giant tower covered in guns. And Goku's like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Thanks for helping me out. I'm going to go kick some ass. Why is he going to beat them up himself for helping him? Yeah. As a favor That's for a favor saving him, him. he's going to... Yeah. yeah. That's and it, yeah, yeah. And didn't they also say that their elder was held hostage there too? Yeah, the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. Details. So, that's when the soldiers find their way to the the house. There he is. I knew there was a trail. Yeah. The other guard is also a, a dog bear monster. <laughs> I like how he just blends in. They all blend in. You forget after a while reading Dragon Ball. Like, oh no, that's a dog person. That's okay. It's normal. Don't even question it anymore. I'm gonna bring it, bring it up every time because I want you guys to know how often these animal people show up. Okay, so now they said hand over the kid and the Dragon Ball, or else, and then Goku, you know, Goku pretty much goes to and town. And an amazing guys. amount of speed and skill. He hits him so hard, like they don't, they didn't even fall down. Beautifully drawn, by the way. Like their reaction to being hit, they're just they don't know what just happened. And the girl's first question was, what just happened? And he goes, I punched him about six times and I kicked him four times. Wow, yes, he was so he, fast he even I couldn't see. A nice side note is he had to count on his oh, fingers to know how many times he hit them. Still continuity. Progression. Yeah. Progression. He can count now. But he has to take a second to do it. Yeah, we all do. But that, just that panel of them being hit, like the aftermath of them being hit, like them just kind of feeling it, that's, that's beautiful. Dude, they're going to be sore in the morning. They're dead. Just let's kind of be honest. He probably killed them. The little girl and their mom probably buried them while he was gone. Why not? Yeah, well, they, you know, they're a bunch of bad me. people. Bur bury them in the ditch. It'll be a skeleton by spring. It'll be, it'll be fine. And so Goku just runs off. Like, I'm going to beat him up for you guys. And he runs off. And uh, the girl, little girl again is like, wow, I didn't see any Ooh, of that. Come to think of it, does she ever get a name? Yes. I know they have names in the anime. Oh, also to note that he, Goku, um... Did not do was his famous pat pat. Oh, he's he's better now. I think he just yeah. knows. Yeah, I think he now can tell the difference between like know, male and female. Yeah, that's a good thing. I, I would not have. I didn't. I didn't even realize. Eagle. He has an eagle face. Eagle eye. You can't just say eagle. That doesn't mean anything. Anyway, we will continue on. Goku no. immediately shows back up, freezing to death. <laughs> Cold. I like how Ma and the girl just kind of fell over like, oh my god. So Goku borrows some of the little girl's winter clothes. He's feeling pretty good about these winter clothes. And then he, that's when he notices, uh, by the way, what's all this white stuff? 
Snow. <laughs> Don't you know? Oh, weird. Bye. <laughs> he leaves. I like how she's like going, man, mom, that guy was weird. So yeah, but, my, you know. <laughs> I would, he was nice and I hate for him to die. <laughs> yeah. They still think he's going to die. Which is fair. Mm-hmm. As strong as he is fighting a fortress of dudes. Yeah. So he runs out at the at the base, head on screaming. Which is the best tactic. The best tactic. I don't think anyone could lose with that tactic. <laughs> wow. Ah, uh, yes, the basic combat moves. If you're gonna charge a fortress, charge head on. Also, okay, the the guards obviously hear and see him coming, so they alert General White, whose hair is now brown, by the way, no longer purple. Snow wolves. They're like snow things. All right. Let's just say that you know they're either okay, they have really good color. Oh, they, yeah. the dog people are snow wolves. Snow wolves. That you would go. make sense. Now we know. Finally, I noticed something. There you go. But at least you know Toriyama does try to you know. General. Yeah, okay. What are you saying? I was saying that he, at least he you know some of the. Let him talk. <laughs> at least he tries to make. Uh, you know, like the soldiers different looking like some of them had like the ski mask others have sunglasses Yeah, he does, he does variety in his characters Rarely do you see like same face going on with Toriyama at least in Dragon Ball It's not like One Piece but... <laughs> Everyone kind of looks the same Yeah They mm-hmm. all kind of have little personalities It's, it's interesting So General Silver gives the order Tear him to shreds And they all fire on him with machine guns. He's like Yeah, with his awesome power pole. Yep. He deflects all the bullets. <laughs> power pole extended! He knocks them all out in one swoop. Goku's kind of become too powerful already. These are normal people. They are normal people. He's always been able to be normal people. He then pole vaults up on, onto the base. And Silver, he's excited to see this kid do his thing. Yeah, maybe a little impressed. And so now we're in uh, the second... I like this because General Silver, he does a very villainous kind of thing, like welcoming, welcoming him to Muscle Tower. Can you hear me, boy? Welcome to Muscle Tower. Ha 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 ha. That's good villain. That's good villaining right there, I yep. feel like. From action movies to video games, you can't, you gotta love a villain that loves to welcome you to his uh, fortress of death. Anyway, so he convinces Goku to go into the room. First, he asks, General Silver asks Goku, why are you here, kid? You're not from the village. He's like, I'm here to save the village. Oh, who who asked you? Anyways, okay then, come upstairs, see if you can get, come get me. Yeah, I'll leave the front door open for you. And we have a bunch, uh, bunch of military men, bunch in of the burly mushroom. dudes, mercenaries. They're all mercenaries. That's what they are. Yeah, they're mercs. Yeah, one takes the mistake of trying to kick Goku, kicks the guy across the room. Actually, kicks him not only across the room but over into the second floor. Yeah, I don't think my I don't care if you're a badass mercenary. When you see one of your your fellow men being thrown two stories up into the air, I don't think my first reaction is pull my gun in. Let's see if I can hit him. Really, that's my first reaction. My first reaction was fuck, run, man. Well, isn't that your well, standard Goku. reaction to everything? Mm-hmm. Yes. Goku takes a little time taking out these guys. One guy. Pulls out his gun, like you were saying, and fires on him. And Goku dodges with the afterimage technique, which is awesome. And smacks time. him. Takes him out. I love that. And that's when we see General Silver is watching him over the security feed along with another guy. Who, and knows, he, who knows of the afterimage technique? And he's oddly dressed 
like a ninja. He's a ninja. The, the ninja mentions... No, Jer- Silver asks him, do you think he's going to make it up to the, the top floor? Mm-hmm. And the ninja's like, that's ridiculous. He'll <laughs> never make it past the third floor because Sergeant Metallic is there. Sergeant. Well, that's too bad. I was hoping to get some exercise. And <laughs> that's, an, that's an obvious answer. And so we get a, we get a look of Je- Sergeant, um, Sergeant Metallic. Metallic, and he looks like... He looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I think um, he is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not Sergeant Arnold. Farnold. Okay, Farnold. Okay, Farnold. So, yeah, Farnold comes up and, you know, does this stereotype robot thing. Just Well, he welcomes Goku. Welcome. I like his, like, overgrown recliner, too. Stairs, are, the stairs to go up are right over there. So unless you can beat me, you won't be able to go up them. <laughs> Goku's impressed with this guy's size. The ninja says to Silver that uh, he thinks that the fight will be over in about a minute because it can't take that much. It can't take any longer than that for Sergeant Metallic to take care of anybody. Die! He just yells, "Die!" He punches, and he cr- he cracks the ground, and he looks, and Goku's gone. He's completely missed. Turns out Goku had jumped in the air and grabbed the swinging chain. Came down and hit him. Here's the thing. He, he landed on his shoulder and gave him a punch. I like how Goku's like going. Well, that took was fast. He immediately gets right back up and grabs Goku, and he's, he's, he's squeezing him pretty hard. There's some obviously this dude is super strong. Like we see that because Goku's struggling. Yeah, but Sergeant Metal, um, yeah, well, yeah, he looks really pissed. He's like annoyed. Goku knocks him down again, but he just gets right back up, and this is you can see Goku's pretty confused. This is the first time it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the theme of you know there are stronger people as you meet. So yeah, he's getting a challenge after you know beating up the grunts. Oh, I like the muscle tower chart. Yeah, there's a little chart to show you who's on what floor, and that's pretty great because I think uh, that be that might be where Oda, Ichiro Oda from One Piece, gets it. Oh, yeah. He's seeing it here under the little diagram. Right. He does do that, doesn't he? He does it every every uh, arc. Especially when the straw hats are separated. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna, I'm gonna mention Oda any chance I get. <laughs> So Goku's impressed that this guy took his attack head on and didn't didn't even phase him. Scratch <laughs> This guy just socks Goku. He bounces. That's how that's how hard he hit him. Mm-hmm. But now Goku's gonna have to take it seriously. Goku manages to get away, but uh, he headbutts him. But it, it hurt him. It hurt. The only time we've ever seen Goku get a head head injury is when he was shot in the back of the head or someone hit him with an axe one time. So this guy. He's made of tougher stuff. The sergeant decides he's going to destroy Goku, opens his mouth, and fires a rocket. Goku dodges and then makes a hole in the wall. But uh, he's like, wow, that was really powerful. It's kind of like the Kamehameha wave. That's right, peace. This is victory. Right, Goku had dodged the attack and he's kind of looking at the sergeant accepting victory over the fight. He thinks he blew up Goku. So yeah, kind of cocky. And then you go, and then, you know, Goku evaluates the situation, tries to do his tactics, and goes, nah, yeah. And he, he, he retaliates with the Kamehameha wave. <laughs> the guy takes it in, in the face. His head is gone. Yeah. Goku has decapitated this man. But kind of like an, uh, kind of like Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, when you rip the flesh off, you see metal parts. Yeah, so you can see there's wires and tubing coming out from his neck, and some of the skin has been ripped off to show metal plating. He's a robot. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Ten points, headshot. Especially not from his Okay, so now Goku. Okay, well, let me ask you. Did you see. Just because his name is Sergeant Metallic, did you 
think he really knew because of the way he talked. Oh, because of the font. Yeah, the font did look robotic, but away. I kind of knew he was a robot, but I'll get to that later. He's still moving, that's the thing. He's uh, he's still alive, and it's scaring Goku. We'll, we'll just talk about for a second uh, Goku's reaction to killing, quote, 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 unquote, this man. Yeah, so yeah, he's like, when he decapitated the guy, he said, I did something bad. I did something bad. Like, he immediately regrets. Goku's, he's a good kid. He, he doesn't feel good about killing someone. Yeah, but luckily, good thing the guy is an android. <coughs> He's that? not... Okay, hold on. Let's talk about that for a second. A machine. This fu- future... Android yes. Mm, yes. Let's talk about it for a second. Because yeah. in the future in Z, everyone knows Z. We know about the, the, the android 17 and 18 and all that stuff. And Dr. Zero and it's a, oh, It's a translation mistake because they're not androids, they're cyborgs. Part human, part robot. Right, right, right. right. This guy right here, Sergeant Metallic, is an android because he's a robot in the shape of a human. A true blue android. Yes, he's an actual android. Yeah. Not like 17 and 18 in the future. There's yeah. something I had to point out from my cousin. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's an android. He's like, I'm like, no, he's a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference? He's like, and I have to explain Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, androids are already machines, and cyborgs were once living creatures. They were just, they were enhanced with meta- robotic. Computer, yeah, robotic engineering. Thanks, Kyle, science guy. Kyle, the science guy. Kyle, the science guy. Science, <laughs> science rules. Anyway, so throughout the fight, the um, sar- the sergeant oh. is slowing down. Well. Goku's ready. Like, I'm gonna fight for real this time. I gotta take out this guy. And then all of a sudden, the robot stops. And it turns out his batteries ran out. So, that's the end of that fight. Goku makes it to the next floor. And, and it looks like a Japanese f- um, house. It's a, it's a whole little forest. Yeah, it's a tiny forest inside the building. There's even a little lake, a little cabin. And immediately, Goku's attacked by Kunai. So Goku's looking around. He's surprised that those knives came out of so, uh, nowhere. And then he gets attacked by Shirokin. So then Goku figures out where it's coming from. He throws a rock, and the ninja falls out of a tree. <laughs> I loved playing that game when I was a kid. Throw a rock, and you'll find a ninja falling off a tree. So this is another one of the, the ninja from earlier, Murasaki. Or that's translated to purple, but Murasaki sounds like a name. Yeah, Sergeant Murasaki or Sergeant Purple for the dub. I don't dub. think it's Sergeant. I don't know his it rank. It said Sergeant there. on the map. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay, well then Sergeant Murasaki. Yeah, but you know, they're all mercenaries. We keep calling so. like Murasaki the ninja. That's how I know him. Okay. Yeah. Murasaki the ninja. Let's call him Naruto. <laughs> I think you guys just secretly want Naruto to be a bad guy here. So, the guy disappears, he poofs into a puff of smoke, Goku looks around, and he sees an American flag just hanging from a tree. Oh my god, I'm having flashbacks of Shadow Hearts New World, because there was a character, American Ninja, wearing, uh, and his, he had the same thing. It's supposed to be camouflage, but apparently, Murasaki It's double-sided. It. It's double-sided. It's the perfect camouflage in America. In America, but not in Japan. It sticks out like a sore thumb. And America. So, the, the ninja suggests, to, he's like, I'm going to show you even more powerful jutsu. Count to 30 and close your eyes. <laughs> and he starts to move away, but when Goku gets up to 18, he turns around. Who comes after 18? <laughs> as as Murasaki's hiding under a rock, a fake rock. 
<laughs> Don't look until you've counted on the way. And now I've wasted this perfectly good secret rock. How dare you? And he's like, this is how you count. After 18, 19, 20, 21, he counts for him so he remembers. Anyway, count all the way to 30 this time. And Goku agrees. I guess because Goku just likes playing games. Or just Murasaki is the most incompetent ninja in existence. He might be. Which may, all, all the better reason to call him Naruto. So Goku looks around for him this time after counting 30, and he notices some bamboo sticking out of the lake. We get a little side diagram showing that Murasaki's on the other side of that bamboo stick, breathing underwater. Yeah, he'll never find me. So Goku me. does this awful thing. I don't know why he, he thinks it's a good idea. He gets hot tea and pours it down the bamboo straw. <laughs> it's funny, but it's... Who does that? It's... He could, like, he's breathing, so they could scold his lungs. So, Murasaki, he's, he's angry, but he's like, okay, I'm gonna move on to the next jutsu. You can't keep up with my speed, the speed of a ninja. He takes off, and Goku, Goku passes. He's catching up real quick, but then Murasaki throws on caltropes. Oh, I thought those were tacks. No, caltropes, they're little spike balls to, like, hurt people. The balls made of spikes. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Right, well, that's exactly what they are. Yeah. Goku steps on them, but he puts on clogs that he found and he walks over them. <laughs> so Goku passes them up and says that he wins. He, th he thought it was a race. Yeah. I like. Silver was watching the entire time and he's kind of. No, isn't that General White? White, you're right. Yeah. General White is watching and he just realizes what an idiot his, uh, his underling is. Well, they I are. Mean, he has ninja skills. I'm sure you just assume he's good at what he does. He's seen really serious up to the point where he met Goku. So, nah. Playtime is over. Murasaki pulls out his sword. Murasaki leaps to stab Goku. And Goku, he, he fixes his pole to the ground and he extends it. And it embeds itself in Murasaki's anus. Oh. Right up his butt. Oh! It's, oh, that's gonna, that's gonna leave a mark. He bends over. He bends over and it's still like stuck inside him. It's kind of awful. <laughs> How do you feel about and it? And yet it was funny. I guess I'm just watching the facial expressions. <laughs> Goku's reaction, he's laughing and I'm like, ha ha, you have a tail just like me now. Goku then pulls it right out. <laughs> That's the sound it made. He's screaming in pain. Dare you shame me like this? I'll never forgive you. He's embarrassed. He goes and attacks Goku. Goku's much better than him at fighting, it seems like. I feel like anyone would have been better than They go back and forth with, or Goku assaults him with the, uh, the power pole while he's desperately trying to block with his katana. <laughs> and Goku snaps his sword in half. So Murasaki throws this weird blade at him. Goku dodges, but it's a trick. The thing is a, like a boomerang, and it flies right back. It hits right in the back of the neck. My boomerang shuriken. No, I don't think it's even possible. Yeah, so he thinks he's killed Goku, but surprise! He gets right back up. Goku's kind of invincible. It's ridiculous. And the, the expression on Murasaki's face is, oh, how did he survive that? So Goku's angry now, and he's gonna he's gonna take on Murasaki full on. <laughs> Most incompetent ninja in history. Now I like this part. He throws Shuriken at Goku to slow him down, but Goku just grabs him and he decides to throw him right back at him. He manages to block it by pulling up the, the, the straw tiles in the in the cabin to use them to block. But here's the thing. You remember, you guys remember Naruto? How long it took Naruto to figure out how to throw a shuriken? Yeah. And Goku's throwing them for the first time in his life, and he's kind of nailing it every time. Wow. I think this is, at this point, 
that Goku at 14 is better than Naruto at, I guess, was it 12 or 13? I think it was 8. Huh? But, I mean, but everyone in the village definitely had a hard time, you know. You don't throw a shuriken overnight. But then again, Goku, sure for comedic relief, huh? Goku's it's just a difference in story. It's a difference in story, but yeah. I feel this is an opportunity to say Goku is better than Naruto. Can't make that argument. Alright, so yeah, but basically. Goku, Goku throws a shuriken and the Murasaki manages to block it by pulling up tiles off the ground. Until he, ra- he runs out. Why don't you just use the same tile? We he's, see that he's, he's kind of dumb. He's, he's a dumb man. <laughs> Goku gets him right in the forehead. Ouch! Yeah, I think uh, Je- General White has made a terrible decision. I'm sure Murasaki is, a, is effective against regular people. Well, yeah. I mean, villagers and a bunch of other people, yeah. So, Murasaki throws a smoke bomb. He scoots away on the lake with his little water shoes. But I gotta say, they do... Uh, that's, uh, a, that's a ninja Toriyama thing has done, like... Ninja Legend. Yeah, ninja weapons that, you know... They tried to test it in Mythbusters. Yeah, well, yeah. Did it work? No. <laughs> Goku's like, I could just... I could swim across, dude. <laughs> like, no, there's, there's piranhas. You can't, can't swim across. He's trying very hard to get away from Goku. So Goku, he just leaps right over the lake. He he whistles, and he does. Bunshin clone jutsu, clone jutsu, and suddenly he has multiple copies of him. The Goku's surrounded by Murasakis. It's a very interesting technique. I feel like I've seen it somewhere. Yeah, I wonder where I've seen that from. Anyway. So Goku's impressive. Wow, that's a crazy move. <laughs> so one of the Murasakis throws kunai. He's like, oh, you must be the real one. Goku's almost cut in half by a sword. So they're all real. Something's up with this technique. It's not like a, uh, an after image. These are legit solid copies. Right. One of the clones has a gun. <laughs> the greatest ninja tool of all. Yeah, busting a cap in someone's ass. And, it's true, and then the Murasaki reveals... They're all real. They're not clones. In fact, they're quintuplets. A series of brothers. Wow. Well, but you gotta admit that is kind of clever. If no one knows that you're a quintuplet, you can fool them. I don't know why he revealed it. I like this, this is the ninja in the back with the gun still. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, Murasaki is an idiot. So now that Goku knows that they're real dudes, he figures he can still take them. And uh, he dodges an attack with the after image once again. I how he draws it, it's just like a faded color. Yeah, that the colors are faded and the swoop goes right through him. Yeah. It's very good how he does that. Yeah. And just beats the living crap yeah. out of them. He takes out two of the ninjas. And the other one still has his, his six-shooter. Goku continues to take out the other two. So Murasaki, he runs away up the stairs, and he gets to a cage, and he tells someone to kill this kid. You get a, a shot of a very Frankenstein-looking man. Well, Frankenstein's monster. Thank you for the correction, Kyle. Well, I'm just I'm just trying to save you a lot of comments. So anyway, when he opens the cage in this um, behemoth of a man, he's not as big as uh, Sergeant um, Metallic. Yeah, he's still a pretty big dude though. But he calls him uh, something familiar. He calls him Android Eight. Does he? Yeah. I don't think he does. He does. He does. Where? Oh, okay. In my actual copies of the Viz manga, he calls him Mechanical Man number 8. And then later they call him Cyborg number 8. It's like Viz couldn't decide how to translate whatever word they use in Japanese. I guess they didn't want to go, oh wait, the android. So it sounded like, you know, Toriyama thought ahead. Well, no, because when they're translating the manga, they didn't do Z then Dragon Ball like the anime was here. Right. They did him in order. 
So they had no idea what to call it. But let's just call him eight. Android number eight. Uh, yeah. So he's, I'm gonna call him Android number eight. So Murasaki says, "Go ahead, smash into pieces." And Android eight goes. No. no. What? What did you say? Living things cannot be killed. I don't like doing bad things. So we have an android that... A pacifist and a cyborg. But I gotta admit, I didn't see that coming. You think Goku has to fight yet another uh, another strong character and... Which turns is... Out, oh, sorry. And it turns out he pulls a 180 on him. Yeah, it's nice because Goku gets in fight after fight and you're like, Oh, another big guy and it's... He doesn't want to fight at all. This is, this is good. This is good writing, I yeah. think. And Murasaki's like, you know, trying to convince him, hey, you work for us. We created you. And he's like, if you don't, we'll blow up the bomb that we put inside you. And he still says no. He's like, I really can't do bad things. He's, st I, he's staying his ground. This guy, he's got his, his moral code. Yeah. And even with the bomb threat. And Goku's yeah. even smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Goku likes this guy right away. So Murasaki's going to get away and detonate the bomb but then goku does a backflip and front flip oh excuse me front flip that's the control right out of his hand and breaks it which uh kind of marries what happens later in z wait can i point out that that's so weird that people when they had like, controls for like bombs like that people would just like step on them to break them how often does that just, happen wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that just activate the bomb itself if he He's stepped not, on the button, but he, then... It, it looks like he did step on the button. Yeah. But he probably destroyed the circuitry before stepping on the button. You can see it in the angle. But it's instant. I don't know. Let's just accept it. Yeah. I mean, maybe Goku's so fast he broke it before the signal could get out. Let's just say that. Let's move on. So, basically, after he destroys the control, he's now looking really pissed. If you just try to kill a man who refused to fight, that's super uncool. Yeah, I think I would react the same way. Punch him in the face. He, he, didn't, he doesn't get to finish this rock, scissors, paper combo. He just hits him with rock. He knocks Murasaki out. He's probably lost a few teeth and probably a, he His will have a shattered. neck break. Yeah. And he's probably going to need a neck brace for a month. Glad he died. <laughs> That's right. We we found out later that Murasaki, the ninja, actually dies in a filler episode. In the Shonen Jump magazine, it's said to be fact that he's in the world of the dead. He's officially dead through a filler episode of the anime. <laughs> and this is just one of the, the brothers of, of the five brothers. Right? I guess that counts. Yeah. Well, that's that's funny because so many characters don't die that he's he's so crappy he died off off kind of almost off screen. It's yeah. ridiculous. Android Eight thanks Goku for helping him and to reward him. And Goku's like, you should have you should have just beat him up. You're strong, right? He's like, fighting isn't good. Well, it's not bad to fight evil people, right? I'm afraid of fighting. I don't blame the guy. He's like, wow, really? You look real strong. <laughs> and he changed the subject. What's your name? Me. I'm Goku. What's yours? They told me I was Android 8. So we, it's it's this nice conversation. I, I enjoy them interacting. Goku doesn't like the name number 8. Or he can't understand pretty, Android. Pretty yeah, He's like me. Yeah. Like many things, he doesn't understand like Android 8 or anything. He's like thinking, that's kind of weird. And so, so Android 8 takes him upstairs. Yeah, he, he leads Goku out of the maze. Out of the maze. Anyway, Goku decides to call him Hachan. Hachan. Which uh, I don't know what that translates to exactly. Eight. That's what it said. It, like it's Hachan, yeah, pretty much. Oh, he's calling he... him I like what he calls him in the anime. He calls him Aider. Aider. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. He just so I, calls I, him another. From word. now on, I'm gonna call him Aider because I like the name Aider. Okay, Aider. I'll call him Aider too. Thanks. Aider okay, so Hachan. Okay. Um. <laughs> Aider 
leads him through the maze. And they get to the top, and right at the top is General Point. So Vader asks him politely, please stop doing bad things, please surrender. And guy's like, <laughs> really? And he presses a button. Like a James Bond villain. And he, they fall through a trap door. Anyway, so now they go on, yeah. They fall in the hole, and... General White then unleashes a monster. Yeah. This crazy chubby I don't even know what that is. Yeah, but it has a it has a tail, it's got little like antennae and it's got a large tongue. Pretty fat too. So Goku immediately tries to fight it, but he just bounces right off. Continues, he just keeps bouncing back. And his punches and kicks are doing nothing. Pretty much any physical attack is done Oh yeah, and the uh, antennae shoot electricity. Yeah, Goku doesn't do well against lightning. That might be his only weakness. <laughs> okay, so now, yeah, the monster's trying to eat Goku. Yeah, Goku manages to get free. But uh, it's very obvious there's not much he can do against it. So he's like, I will use my, my most powerful technique, the Kamehameha wave. And while this is happening, Ader is just probably sitting in the background, just kind of He's like, frightened. Well, he's kind of frightened. Yeah, I'm just... He fires the Kamehameha wave and it bounces right off this guy's stomach. Which is what? I don't think that makes sense. Not effective. Uh, Why not? Is the common is the Kamehameha wave a physical thing? Yeah, it's a chi attack, but yeah, it is. I know, so chi is physical. Yeah, it's yeah, it's more is physical. It like a, it's not Cyclops magical. Is, it's so like Cyclops's force okay. blast. Never mind. That Optic blast. It makes perfect yeah. sense. It seems to burn and cut as well when it hits someone. It's not exactly like Cyclops. Okay, well, let's just leave it at that. So General White's like, forget it, kid. You can't beat this. Goku's like, I'll never give up. So the, the monster just keeps trying to eat them. It's so, anyway. so Goku has an idea. He comes up with a strategy, which is not something he ever does. <laughs> but he, but he does. He actually learned this. He's he, too. He realizes this guy's too bouncy. If only he wasn't so bouncy. And he remembers being out in the cold. He was frozen solid. So Goku gets a bright idea to punch a hole in the wall. The the cold winter breeze comes in. And he hides in Ader's jacket. Because it's too cold. And the monster's frozen solid. That's right. No more gear for And then, yeah, and then, um, yeah, then Goku kicks it, kicks the monster, shatters, like, a, a bunch of Legos. Yeah. So then Goku shatters. He murders this thing. Then he jumps straight up through the ceiling, back into the, first. into the office of General White. So he pulls Ader up with the power pole, extends it down, and pulls it back up. As he's doing that, as he's, he's doing that, shot. Goku sh- uh, White shoot. Yeah, he's getting shot by Commander White, and it just pisses him off. God, that hurt. Yeah, and White, White, it has the shock kind of like what? The, those bullets hit you, right? I looked like I was like just surprised faces. Yeah, I gotta admit, he makes the greatest surprise face. Goku threatens him. Give us back the, the, the mayor. It's time for a fist fight between General White and Goku. Now, he does something. He takes off his shirt. Now, I feel like this is protocol for Red Ribbon Army's uh, men to just take off their shirt before they fight. Ooh, ladies. I think, I think it's a thing where, like, intimidation like, showing muscles. Like, yeah, is it? Because they all do it. That's their thing. It's weird. Spoiler. Unsurprisingly, Goku makes short work. The guy hits Goku pretty hard in the gut, but then Goku's like, "Wow, I thought I thought a fly landed on me, but that was just your punch." (laughs) That's great. He's smacking. He's talking smack. Yeah, and then Goku aims for his crotch. (laughs) He punches in the crotch. He bounces off the ceiling, and he behind the control console. (laughs) So the next thing he does is grab his two. And in the Viz manga, he calls this his hyper gun. 
it's, it's just a gun. He finds some pistol that's supposed to be stronger than the regular gun. And then he goes, shows them to the the old man. Yeah, he gives up. He, he gives him the mare. And then he, he holds the gun to the mare's head. You don't move, kid, or I blow this guy's head off. Now give me the dragon ball. He's a... General, wait! Stop doing bad things. Hater's <laughs> very anxious about this. He really doesn't like violence of any sort. You can see the mayor's a good guy because he's like, just do whatever you have to. Protect the village. Don't worry about me. And Goku's like going, really? But it would be nice if you saved my life. Anyway, then he shoots Goku. Oh, he tells Goku to turn around or else he'll kill the guy. Goku turns around. That's he shoots the gun. You can see the recoil. It's it's a it's a powerful gun. Gets Goku right in the back of the head, and he just he falls. Yeah. So Nader's like going, "No, Goku!" <laughs> I knew this could kill the kid. <laughs> My hyper gun. Yeah. He fires again, but Nader jumps in the way and he takes the shot. <coughs> Android, Eight, you son of a bitch! You intend to go against me too? He's he's pretty angry. Uh oh. Yeah. Nader's mad. He's furious. How dare you hurt Son Goku? Anyway, so yeah. His two-shot, his powerful gun has only two bullets. Yeah, he did. It's not fully loaded. So, yeah, Aider hits the sky so hard, it knocks him not only out of the base, but pretty much across the mountains. Well, Team Rocket style. This guy's We're gone. blasting off again! Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> well, somebody had to. He, he checks Goku, and he's not dead. Turns out he's fine. He just... It hurt. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. He's like, oh, what about you, Aider? You all right? He's like, I'm an android. Or I'm a cyborg, technically. But I'm an android. We don't get We don't die from things like that. I wonder how powerful he really is. You think he's... Actually, I'm not going to do one of that, too. You think... How... I mean, is he, like, 17, 18 strength? That's a very good question. I'm looks like sure. he Looks like he hit white as hard as he could. And he went, he, he went pretty far. I'm pretty sure white's dead. I think he might have been. I don't think he was up to the level of 17 and 18 because they could probably vaporize someone if they hit them hard enough. Yes. But, you know, he's pretty damn strong. So, uh, Android 18 carries Goku in his jacket. And Goku's first thought is, I'm so hungry. And that, that ends today's podcast. So, that that's the end of the, uh, the Muscle Tower uh, arc of the Red Ribbon Army saga. So how do you guys, how, how, what do you guys think of the, uh, the Red Ribbon Army? Many questions. Many questions. This got me interested. It got me excited for the rest of the Red, the Red Ribbon Army. Because I, I thought it connected to Dudolph. <laughs> That's right. It's really excited, excited it's in not, a different way. Yeah. But after, after reading this, I'm like, I'm excited for this too. Right. I just have a lot of questions. I mean, we've never seen any, pro uh, other than law enforcement, we've never seen any kind of military, so it kind of makes you think, are they just a band of mercenaries? Or? They're a band of mercenaries. They're not related to any government. Yeah. I mean, they, they yeah, definitely they have no, they, okay, they definitely have no allegiance to any foreign government and stuff, but then again, I mean, their end goal is obviously take over the world, and... They want the Dragon Balls. Yeah. I, it's just kind of funny on the recruiting posters how you hire a bunch of good, you know. I mean, I'm not a mercenary, so I'm sure there are ways to get mercenaries. I wouldn't know. Yeah. The black market. The black market. And, and as we go on, they're not just mercenaries. We have robots, cyborgs, you know. Dog Ninjas. Dogmen. Anyways. Anyway, so yeah. This is fun. Brand new characters, solo adventure for Goku. I... 
and pretty much uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was it. But I I enjoyed this 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 story. Yeah, I mean I pr so far. Yeah, I really. And you guys have any predictions for? Other than Goku will beat the crap out of them. Will he? Uh, well, but I think he will have a challenge. Like Master Roshi will find more challenging characters and stuff. And you know, he hasn't found the four star Dragon Ball, so they might be saving that for last. Or maybe the Red Raven Army has it. Ooh. I feel like he's gonna be friends with the Toe Beast inside of him. And protect his village. Become Hokage? Become Hokage. That's Good. mine. That's okay, mine. off subject again with Naruto. Shut my up, bad, Kyle. Sorry. I like Naruto. I do too, but you keep going. You're right, my bad. There were ninjas, Kyle. What am I supposed to do? We'll just become friends. Yes. So, That's we, it. we ended on a pretty interesting note where. I should also mention that he also had some really weird monsters. Well, at least one. Yeah, it was weird. Some sort of biological experiment. You can add biological it's testing it's to... It's gotta be. Yeah. This, this is like some Umbrella Corporation stuff. It is. Okay. Anyway. So anyways, uh, I guess that's it, right? Yep, I think that's it. So uh, you, you guys can find us. Uh, we're on Twitter, Dragon Talk. Uh... We can, I'll post the episodes to the Reddit SoundCloud. No, the Reddit uh, podcast. Reddit slash podcast is where I'll, I'll, I'll post this. Um, we're also on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can download. Um, you can comment. If you guys comment, we'll, t we'll, we'll, we'll read it on air. Yeah. I'd like, I want feedback. That's what I want. Yeah, of these. we do. We want do. You to get feedback. Yeah, they need it badly. <laughs> so anyways, that's everything. Uh, I guess we'll see you guys later. Yes. Peace, peace. Yeah. Peace, peace. Yeah. Yeah. Peace, peace. And thank you again for tuning in. <laughs>